This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It is always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Season is in the rearview mirror. It feels like they played 10 years ago as we're just a few days away from uh, the Browns losing to the Houston Texans as they embark on this weekend's play uh, to see what the Texans can do this weekend uh, as they get to move on and the Browns don't. He's Daryl. I'm Andy. Daryl, just, um, just your thoughts on the Browns and the entire season as we're you know, as we drift away from the season and drift forward into the next, we'll get into the details of what happened this week, but just your, your overlying thoughts right now. Yeah. I mean, look, I I think you can separate what happened in the regular season, which was a resounding success uh, considering all the adversity that they went through. And, and whereas what happened in Houston was, well, the pretty much a failure, (laughs) you know, they got run out of the building. Um, But the, the fact that they were able to hold things together, the way they did uh, throughout the year um, was great. It's not something that we're used to seeing here in Cleveland. Usually uh, we're, we're used to see, you know, hearing about excuses and, and things like that. And th- th- this, this team didn't make any excuses this year. They, they found ways to win games, um, which was impressive. But uh, I, I, I think the wound is still raw for a lot of Browns fans and, and understandably so, because this was a team that at least, I kind of feel stupid. I thought they had a chance to to make a little bit of a playoff run here, win a game or two, or I don't know, just maybe something really stupid happens and they, you know, made the Super Bowl out of out of nowhere, right? Because I just yeah. I'm convinced if they're ever going to get there that that's that would be the circumstance, similar to the the Cavaliers winning the 2016 NBA title where they did it in improbable historic fashion, right? Coming back from three one down to be the uh, the first and only team. Uh, to do that in the NBA Finals, so I, I just kind of feel like that that's what what it's going to be for the Browns. Like they're not going to do it from ahead, so to speak, as the number one team. Like it, I just feel like it'll be they'll be out of the middle of nowhere, and so I figured this was the year, right? That that uh, potentially could happen. Um, and, and then the defense picked the worst day to uh, really not show up. I mean, I hate using that phraseology, um, but they, they just, it was awful. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's still a little raw, and, and now the change is being made uh, with uh, 
with the team and uh, not on the side of the ball that was the the really big problem. Um, and that's the defense because there's really no need to. Jim Schwartz did a great job this past season, but um, it, it's just a shame that all that they had accomplished, right, has now gone by the wayside. And it just feels like that all of that effort and all of that energy that was expended just to get to the playoffs – it just feels like that that was all for naught. And that's, a, and I, and as I say that, I realize that's totally unfair and, and somewhat disrespectful to what they achieved, but it, it's hard not to feel that way because they were good enough to advance, but they were not good enough to do that last Saturday. So I, I keep looking back at the game and trying to figure out, you know, the, there's always a chance, you know, it's one and done in the playoffs and that's what it's all about. And, you know, I listen to everything you're saying, and I think you reflect the the fan base here in Northeast Ohio without a doubt. I just wonder what happens if they lose on a game winning field goal. Do you still feel the same way? I think it's a no. there's a sense of they. I think there's a sense of embarrassment about the way the game went down that makes this thing feel a hundred times bigger than than maybe we would if they lost on a last second field goal or some kind of a crazy hail mary play at the end of the game if they would have lost that way. It's the way they lost, and I think. You know, I, I think it's natural to feel that way because everything's amplified with the playoffs, and it goes back to that your season is over if you don't have more points than the other team uh, on a weekly basis. And, um, you know, I wonder where the franchise is going uh, moving forward. I, you know, there's a lot of good pieces there. But it's the, I don't know, it's the depressing part of it is that I don't think there's a Browns fan out there that didn't think they had the talent going into this thing to not at least beat Houston. Yeah. I think if you lose to Baltimore this week, that fans could be like, you know what? Baltimore truly is the best team in the AFC. I'm still wondering what Baltimore's going to look like because they essentially haven't played in like three weeks. So I wonder what they're going to look like against Houston. And there's a part of me that's now rooting for Houston because we could end up coming back one day and go, you know, that Browns team that they had, they were pretty good and they ran into the hottest team in the NFL. If for some reason CJ Stroud can stay the way he is and if they can knock off Baltimore this way uh, this week, I think it kind of eases the pain a little bit of losing, but it doesn't change the disappointment and knowing the talent that was on this team that wasn't able to put it together against Houston and losing in the fashion that they did. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I mean, it's the old adage, what? You want the bullet to the chest or the head, right? Right, you know, right. Do you do you want a heartbreaking, going to be crying in your beer all offseason type of a loss, or you just want to get blown out of the building right away? And <coughs> um, ne neither one sounds appealing to me, but I, I, would, I would say had they lost in heartbreaking fashion, it would have been easier to deal mm. with. Because that's the any given Sunday thing, right? Anything can happen right. on it. Whereas when it's a blowout and the game is over by the end of the, or actually midway through the third quarter after the second pick six there, like, and you're just numb, right? I, because there's, there's no chance um, to win. And your fate is sealed before the game's even remotely close to, you know, 
hitting triple zeros uh, on the game clock. So, yeah, I, I I don't know that there's any great way to lose, obviously, but um, yeah, I, I if I had to pick, I, I'd go with the the heartbreaking loss because then you could say woulda, coulda, shoulda. This, you know, you can kind of justify it. Or take that playback or blame that official, yeah, right? Yeah. I, can't, I can't I can't justify a 24-point playoff loss. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, no, I, I hear you. And I, you know, and then the events of the week uh that played out immediately after that. So l- let me I'm gonna ask you this question uh and wondering because I haven't heard you I haven't heard you ask. I listened to you on the morning show on Friday, and I don't know if this question came up. Is there a world where Deshaun Watson and Joe Flacco can be on the roster at the same time? Yeah, probably fantasy land, but that's it. I just, I, I would love to see it happen. I'm rooting, uh, I'm rooting for it. Um, but look, Joe has earned the right if he wants to go play somewhere, even if it is for a a, re, a team that's rebooting and just needs a bridge quarterback to, you know, keep the seat warm for the young kid whenever that young kid's going to play and to teach that youngster the the, the ropes and things like that. Um, and if that's something he wants to do, he's earned that right. I, I think that he can still be helpful with the Browns, uh, you know, helping Deshaun Watson uh, behind the scenes, uh, being ready to go if something happens to Deshaun Watson, which unfortunately, as we've learned, these uh, these first two seasons of his five-year contract, that, yeah, they, they got to have a good, you know, quality plan B at quarterback because, unfortunately, Deshaun's been unavailable for 22 games. Like that, that's just the reality of the situation. So, and you know, I, I, I feel like when you haven't played a full season since what, 2020, um, and they've, by the way, added another game to the schedule since the last time you've played uh, a full 16 game schedule. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm concerned about the, the guy's durability and, and, and listen, concern is not hating on like, yeah, I, I don't think people, understand that as well um yeah Darryl, you I, said the same thing and i got called some pretty nasty names on the radio today because i said essentially the same thing that look i i mean i don't care who you are that if you have an injury and they have to take a knife to your skin and do something yeah you're going to be susceptible to uh not being the same that you were before and i think that with every like you know what i'm not even as worried about deshaun watson as i am about nick chubb like I'm really yeah. concerned about Nick Chubb coming back next season and what he's now. Do I question his intestinal fortitude? Hell no, I don't. No, same I think he's Sean. going to give it every. Yeah, both guys. Like they're going to give it everything they possibly can to play. But there is a reality to the fact that when you have surgery, it's a surgery. Like it's not something that you're like, oh, they went to the hospital and they taped an aspirin to it. And they walked away and now everything's good. The rash is gone. It's surgery. Yeah. And you had to fix something that was naturally there. And it's, so, it's you know, major I, surgery too. This isn't yes. uh this isn't uh he, he had to get stitches type of a thing. Like Correct. he he the bone under the the under the rotator cuff in his throwing shoulder, the bone under that broke. That socket, that sleep, you know, whatever. I don't, I'm not a doctor, but that the, the neck it, bone is connected to the hip bone, right. isn't it? Somewhere, somehow, that, no. you know, that socket there the, that receives your, 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 that underneath it was broke and they had to surgically repair that. And look, there's, and we, we talked about this on the podcast that I, I loathe the Deshaun is cashing a paycheck people. 
um, because that is, to me, you're just dunking on a guy because you want to dunk on a guy mm-hmm. and you just don't know what you're talking about. Um, like, there's no doubt he's working his tail off to get himself rehabbed and be back. My God, he played, he tried to come back from a, uh, 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 rotator cuff strain, um, too soon. And it didn't work. Right. Um, and then he came back when he was ready. And then unfortunately he got hurt again and his season was over. But like, I don't, I don't like the questioning player desire, uh, aura that's in media these days. Like if you want to question the results, you want to question the availability. Yeah, but normally, Daryl, hey, hey, we'll talk more about this in a second. Normally, that starts with a whisper, though, in the locker room. Like, let's let's discuss how some of those things happen. I also want to talk about the events of the week. It's always game day in Cleveland.